Gerald McDowell. I'm the executive director for the Aerotropic Atlanta Community Improvement District. And I am on the uh, Aerotropolis Atlanta podcast to uh, talk to you about the the uh, community improvement districts. And uh, I wanted to give you a, a history of what a community improvement district is and how it came about in Georgia. Uh, legislation was passed and created in the mid-80s to allow for the creation and the formation of co community improvement districts. Uh, the, f the very first community improvement district uh, was formed in Cumberland Mall area in 1988. Uh, and since 1988, uh, we now have approximately 30 independent individual uh, community improvement districts throughout Georgia. The majority of these community improvement districts are, are located in the metro Atlanta area. Um, but there, there's a process uh, that you have to go to that is defined by state statute of forming or creating a community improvement district. Uh, what, what is done, uh, a group of stakeholders who are looking for ways to improve a community or a particular area, um, they, they have to identify a particular area that they would like to form as a community improvement district and then they would go to their uh, county uh, to get a listing of three types of property owners that would be in this proposed area. Uh, those types of pro property owners are commercial property owners, industrial uh, property owners, as well as office property owners. Once these stakeholders uh, get that listing of property owners, there are two criterias that must be met in order to form a community improvement district. Uh, the first criteria, once you get that listing of property owners, there is a official document referred to as a consent form that property owners will have to execute. And the, from the listing of property owners, 50% plus one of those property owners would have to execute that written consent. Um, and then the second criteria, once you identify the area where a community improvement district would be formed and you identify the property owners in that particular area, in that proposed area, uh, you would tabulate the value, the assessed value of those properties. And the state statute indicates that you would have to, of the property owners who are consenting to being a part of the new community improvement district, they would have to own 75% of the assessed value of all of those properties. Once you meet those two criterias, then you uh, you submit that paperwork to the uh, tax commissioner who will certify the formation process was done correctly. Uh, and then that uh, a recommendation is given to the board of commissioners who would then pass a resolution to create uh, a community improvement district. Here in the Aerotropolis, I'm going to talk to you today about the two newest community improvement districts, the Airport West Community Improvement District that was formed on the Fulton County side of the airport area, and then the Airport South Community Improvement District uh, that was formed on the uh, Clayton County side of the airport area. Airport West Community Improvement District was formed in, in 2014. Uh, in 2014, the property owners 
uh, on the Fulton County side came together and they successfully met uh, the, the two criterias and they form Airport West Community Improvement District in, two, in 2014. I was hired as the executive director to become the executive director for Airport West Community Improvement District in January of 2014, excuse me, of 2015. During that uh, first six months of 2015, Airport South, the stakeholders who had come together and wanted to create a community improvement district on the Clayton County side of the airport um, area, successfully created a second uh, community improvement district in the airport area, uh, and they call that community improvement district Airport South. Uh, they decided, however, and rather than going out and, and hiring a, an executive director, they collaborated with Airport West uh, in 2015, and the two CIDs decided that they would follow a similar model that had that had been executed uh, by another area in uh, in Perimeter. In Perimeter, you have two community improvement districts, one that was created on the DeKalb County side of Perimeter, and then a, a second CID, excuse me, community improvement district referred to as a CID, was created on, on the Fulton County side of Perimeter. And then those two CIDs decided to work together under, under the uh, name of Perimeter Community Improvement Districts. Uh, they hired one uh, executive director to manage the two community uh, CIDs. And so here in the, in the airport area, the stakeholders of Airport West, the stakeholders of Airport South decided that they wanted to use that same model. And so Airport South hired me to be their executive director as well. And a new um, entity was formed following the name of the Aerotropolis Atlanta Alliance uh, these two CIDs decided to create a, a DBA uh, called Aerotropolis Atlanta Community Improvement Districts. And that was done in, officially in January of 2016. When we formed the Aerotropolis Atlanta Community Improvement Districts, again, I served as the executive director to manage both CIDs, um, the two boards then uh, approved the hiring of additional staff. Uh, our first uh, staff member became uh, Kirsten Moat, who, who now serves as our program director. Our staff, second staff member that was hired was John Anton, who was hired to be our public safety director. Uh, since those two hirings, we have also added uh, an administrator, an executive administrator to our staff, Kiana Cannon, and we now have a uh, project manager, Stanley uh, Reese, who also serves as part of our staff. So we have a staff of five managing uh, the two community improvement districts. I want to talk to you about some of the uh, initial projects that we uh, created and uh, successfully uh, implemented and executed in the first couple of years. Remember, the Airport West CID was formed in 2014. The Airport South CID was formed in 2015, and then in 2016, we became known as the Aerotropolis Atlanta Community Improvement Districts. Both boards of directors were made public safety and, and beautification priorities, top priorities for the two CIDs. In the area of public safety, 
we are now in phase three. In, in phase one, uh, we hired we, a, a private security firm to patrol the two CIDs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So now we have three patrolling private security cars uh, and these uh, private security uh, vehicles are, are covering both CIDs on, on every hour. We, we have a, a hourly route that they cover and, and working with the local police departments and also in working with other private security uh, firms who, are, who have been hired by companies in the area, this phase one operation has been tremendously successful and allow us to identify uh, criminal activity and making sure that we, work in working with our local police departments, are are make are ridding the the CIDs of these uh, public safety issues. Now in 2018, we are we are so excited to roll out our phase three program, which is going to be a a video security program that we believe is going to accelerate. Um, the positive public safety coverage that we have throughout the community improvement districts. Uh, we've seen it um, been worked very successful in other cities. And we and the, the board of directors decided to make that investment to house a cloud-based video security system at the CID office. And it, it allows uh, the various police departments to connect to the cloud and view video, security video that has been uploaded by businesses located within the CIDs. Uh, I should mention in the two CIDs, in the districts of the two CIDs, uh, we cover seven different jurisdictions in terms of our cities. Uh, we have the city, we touched parts of the city of Hapeville, uh, East Point, College Park, uh, the city of Atlanta, and now the new city of South Fulton. And of course, we, we are also touching parts of Fulton County and Clayton County. So we have seven jurisdictions that the, the two uh, community improvement districts fall within. In terms of public safety, our public safety director has done an excellent job, an outstanding job coordinating and working with the local police. Um, John, uh, he conducts a monthly uh, public safety meeting with each with uh, police departments. So on a monthly basis, there he's sitting down with with the police chief or representatives from the various police departments. In addition to we, we invite to these public safety meetings any any um, business that has uh, public safety staff. For example, we we have some hotel or hotels within the uh, CIDs. Their their security uh, personnel join us in this meeting. Uh, we we also invite. Uh, the Georgia State Patrol, Homeland, Homeland Security. There are a num number of, of security, uh, public safety uh, agencies that John interacts with on a monthly basis. And this has um, created an environment of, of collaboration in regards to public safety and has allowed us to streamline a lot of, of our operations as we supplement the policing that is going on by these various um, police departments. In addition to that monthly public safety meeting, John also, in working with um, our local hotels councils, uh, excuse me, council, has uh, has organized a hotel security council, and they meet on a regular basis 
to address some of the security issues um, that our hotels are experiencing. And so with this new video security system, we have already uh, executed uh, MOUs with our cities and, uh, and now we're going out and we're signing up businesses to participate in this um, uh, sec video security program. And, and their participation uh, means that, that any uh, video security that they capture, they can up when a criminal activity occurs, they can upload this video uh, to the cloud and will allow police departments in all of our jurisdictions to view this video and, and help and aid of capturing uh, the criminals or the, or the criminal activity. We had a very uh, successful example of how this is going to work most recently. Uh, there, there was a crime that was occurring um, at, at a local business. Um, that business was able to upload uh, the video security of that act of that criminal activity. Uh, and then and within 30 minutes, uh, the local police department was able to apprehend that criminal. Um, and that is an example of what we are anticipating is going to happen um, throughout the community improvement districts as, as it supplements um, our private security patrolling as well as our off-duty officers, excuse me, our uniform officers, uh, officer patrolling. Uh, so our public so safety program is, is annually about a $600,000 investment. And, and we believe over the next uh, 12 to 15 months with the addition of our video security system, we're going to see a significant decrease uh, in criminal activity that's occurring in, in, the, uh, in, in our area. Now I want to talk to you about another top priority that the two boards have made. In addition to public safety, uh, the beautification of the community improvement districts um, has become a top priority for our boards. Uh, and so in that, in that regards, we have hired a landscape maintenance company and we're covering over 20 miles um, with our beautification program, or excuse me, our landscape maintenance program throughout the CIDs. And we are supplementing the effort uh, that is done by the public works department in our various cities or in our counties. And, and especially on our state roads, we are working with the Georgia Department of Transportation to make sure that when they're not coming through, that we're coming through to keep keeping those state roads uh, clean. That is a top priority for uh, both CIDs and this, this uh, landscape maintenance program has been very successful uh, in, the, in the first couple, couple of years of operations. In addition to landscape maintenance, we are also planting new landscaping uh, throughout the, uh, the two CIDs. We, ha we have identified different areas in both CIDs where, where over the course of a couple of years, we will be introducing new landscaping uh, in, in conjunction independently of what the cities and the and the counties are doing. The, this is in, in addition to that, the CIDs. And then finally, in terms of beautification, one of, one of the things that we are hoping to, uh, to launch in the very near future uh, is um, wayfinding and signage throughout the, the community improvement districts. We're working with our local jurisdictions. We're working with our uh, state to make sure that we can create a uniform look throughout the Aerotropolis, not just in the community improvement districts, but throughout the Aerotropolis. Uh, so stay tuned uh, for that program as it wraps up later this year. Now I want to move my uh, conversation to our, to our third area of focus. I've talked to you about public safety. I've talked to you about beautification. 
Now I want to talk to you about transportation, which is a very important component of what community improvement districts do. We focus on infrastructure, making sure that the necessary infrastructure is in place in order for new development, for, for revitalization to take place. And we have sort of adopted a theme uh, where we, we call, we're focusing on building the 21st century infrastructure that is necessary for the airport area. And so along those lines, there are several projects that we have already completed. And then I want to tell you about some other projects that will be coming along the lines, uh, down the line as we uh, move forward with, with completing some of our studies that are underway. Uh, we, we had a project on Buffington Road off of State, uh, State Route 14, where the Chick-fil-A headquarters is located, as well as um, Mannheim operation. Uh, there's the, there was the Coca-Cola bottling plant. But off of Buffington, Buffington Road, if you're familiar with that uh, location, uh, we added on the off-ramp and on-ramps, we added an additional lane, uh, and also we, we added additional turn lane. And on the bridge itself, we, we, uh, we uh, added a, a, an area where you can, if there is a truck that is parked on the bridge trying to make a left turn, we, we created a possibility where you can go around that truck. Um, but that project was done in, in, in collaboration and coordination with the city of College Park, uh, as well as with Fulton County. Very, very successful project uh, on Buffington Road. The next project that is com- that's coming up uh, in regards to our transportation side of the, uh, of the table uh, is a, what's called a diversion diamond interchange. So if you're familiar with Camp Creek Parkway and if in 285, uh, the Georgia Department of Transportation has programmed to, to convert that interchange to what is called a diversion diamond interchange. It's a solution that Georgia Department of Transportation has implemented throughout Georgia uh, a number of times, and it has been, very, uh, has been a very successful solution. Uh, if you're familiar with Ashford Dunwoody, um, exit off of 285 in the, in the uh, perimeter area, or if, you're, if you go travel 85 north uh, to, through Gwinnett County off of Jimmy Carter Boulevard and Pleasant Hill Road, all three of those uh, interchanges or bridges have been converted to what is called a diversion diamond interchange. What I, I like to tell people, a, a diversion diamond interchange, or sometimes it's, it's called a DDI for short, is, is when you cross the bridge on the wrong side. And that, that configuration allows traffic to flow through an interchange, uh, sometimes a 40 or even 50% improvement in terms of throughput. Uh, if, you, in, if you get off at Camp Creek Parkway, you probably experience tra- uh, traffic that spills back on 285. And then at you, as you're uh, getting, uh, coming off that ramp, you're, you're noticing that the traffic signal may turn red to green multiple times before you're able to get through that um, Camp Creek Parkway bridge. What a diversion diamond interchange would do is improve that throughput and the likelihood of you w- observing a traffic signal ch- turning from red to green to red goes down about 40, 40 to 50 percent as it has been experiencing, experiencing these other uh, interchanges throughout Atlanta, throughout Georgia. And so the Georgia Department of Transportation uh, had, has let for construction a d- new diversion diamond interchange for Camp Creek Parkway in 285. We anticipate that project starting sometime late summer, early fall, and it's going to be a 24-month uh, 
build for, for that project. So in, in the two cases of the roundabout in the marketplace and the DDI, you can go to our website for the CIDs and you can see uh, some alternative routes that you can take uh, during construction. There will be no closure of lanes while the bridge is under construction, um, but you, as with any construction prob, uh, project, you should plan accordingly for some delays during construction. So that gives you some highlights of some activities that have already been executed with our community improvement districts, and as well as some um, upcoming studies that are underway to identify additional uh, projects for our two community improvement districts. I want to I want to kind of wrap wrap up this segment by just c- talking about the master plan that the CIDs created and that came out in 2017. We we went through a, a process where Kimberly Horn was our consultant and they took the two boards through a process where we identified some potential growth in our CIDs in the city of Hapeville, in the city of Eastport, in the city of College Park, in the city of South Fulton, especially in, as regards to Hartsville Jackson in the city of Atlanta, in Fulton County, in South Fulton, in North Clayton County. And this, so this master plan process has identified over 30 projects that is going to it's going to require approximately a $140 million investment for the CIDs over the next foreseeable five to 10 years. And through that effort, over 30 projects were identified in the area of transit and transportation improvements. And these 30 plus projects are total about approximately $150 million. And so in addition to our transit study, in addition to our freight cluster study, we have a whole list of projects that we're going to be pursuing over the next 5, 10, 15 years to bring about an incredible transformation in the Hartsville-Jackson Airport area and throughout South Metro, helping us create what we're calling this 21st century infrastructure that is going to be necessary for future growth and development in the Hartsville-Jackson Airport area. I appreciate the opportunity to come to you to talk about the Aerotropics Atlanta Community Improvement District. Please stay tuned. There is more to come. I'm Gerald McDowell, the Executive Director.